Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Good evening. And yes, you're looking at my face right now. And if you're looking at my face, you know you got your game face on. I'm Richard DeRazor Ewing. He's Matt, none the wiser wise. We do this generally on Monday, but we had a special week going on, so we had to move it a couple of days. But before we start, none the wiser, you know how I start this. I got to ask the questions. Get them. So if you're trying to figure out how to get that Wi-Fi signal, you know, extended so that you can keep your Wi-Fi going on on your, on your, on your iPhone, you're on the wrong podcast. And if you're trying to figure out how to design that new wine bottle label for the new winery you try to create? You're on the wrong podcast. However, if you're trying to get information on Bay Area sports in the San Francisco Bay Area, you just put your game face on. And if you're trying to get insight on information on sports on a national level, once again, you got your game face on. I said this, I'll say it again. I am Richard DeRezzi Ewing. He's Matt Nunn, the wise and wise. Matt, what do we got? I am so excited for tonight's show, number one. I'm excited for every show, but I'm super excited for tonight's show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's there's just, it's, uh, my mind is, is blown. There's so much going on. Um, you and I, we couldn't record on Monday because you got to go for the very first time mm-hmm. to your San Jose Sharks game mm. uh, and check the preseason game out against the anaheim decks mm-hmm. and so we have that we have that i'm and i'm super excited you're dropping nuggets pre-show about some potential guests that i'm just getting goosebumps thinking about mm-hmm. so stay tuned for that just in the future we've got niners we've got warriors and most importantly most importantly i salute i take my hat off I put my hand over my heart. Mm-hmm. We are San Francisco Gigantes for winning the NL West. Okay. I mean, and once again, and once again, let me say it bluntly: Gigantes, Gigantes, and, Gigantes, and, and and doing it the way they did it was just so beautiful. But Richard, there is more. Hmm. There is more. First of all, if you're watching please hit the subscribe button, mm-hmm. drop, drop a comment in the comment section, hit mm-hmm. the thumbs up, hit the mm-hmm. notification so that you can watch our show every week because you know what, baby, we're back and we're better than ever. And all eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on for another football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for mm-hmm. all the pro and college football action this season. Mm-hmm. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Richard, mm-hmm. Monday Night Football, I went, I put 10 buckaroos, 10 whole smackaroos. Wow. I put it down. On your LA Chargers to win, my no, 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 not mine. I don't do Chargers. I don't do LA Chargers. Somebody's Chargers. I I am SF baby all the way, and that's okay. But I won because they were given three points and they smoked. I mean, smoked 
the Las Vegas Raiders. Dang, dude, that's all bad, dude. People watching right now, looking at the Raider fans, they're gonna be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, he didn't go there, did he?" I'm sorry, Raider fans. I put my money down and I won, and I did it over at Bet Online. And I'm not joking. That's not just that. I'm not just saying that as part of the ad read. I really, really did do (laughs) put ten macaroons down on the Chargers because I was bored on Monday. And it was going on. So I encourage everybody else, please, please head on over to the website okay, so, or use so, your but, mobile but, device. Okay, but this is the thing. You put $10 down. What was the payout? I think I made 12 bucks. Okay. All right. So, so sign but, up But today. this is the thing. I don't care what no one says. First of all, I don't gamble. Everybody knows. I say this every week when we do this promo. But I'm saying if you if you come out on top, well, there you go. That's it's it. It's a good day. It's a yeah, good day. Yeah, and, and if you, you – go ahead. No, and go. No, I mean, it, it's a good day when you win. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm like this about it. Personally, myself, I, like I said, I'm not a gambler. I won't gamble. I won't ever gamble because I, I got a wife. I got kids. You know, I got I to gotta, I gotta pay. The lights got to stay on. No I, matter what. I agree so, with you. Luckily, yeah, my but... wife does not watch or listen to this podcast, so <laughs> she will never know that we 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 were out 10 bucks or possibly okay. out 10 bucks. But now, okay, all right, now, all right. Now, now, Daddy's going to get her a new pair of shoes because Daddy there won, you go. And, he, and he won over at BetOnline.ag. So sign up today to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus mm. on your first deposit. Do mm. not forget to use the promo code. This is very important. Get that fifty percent. Go on there. Okay, Do wait. It. What's the Win promo code? Money. What's the, the promo code? Is Believe B L E A V to receive mm. your bonus. Like there I said, go. from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Mm. Do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available. That's over at betonline.ag. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Yeah. It's and, where the game starts. Okay. And also, you know, for Gang Face, you know, Bleed Talent Network is our platform. You know, it's what we use to go ahead and submit, you know, um, our podcast. And Believe has been great to us. And so that's the reason why. Uh, we're able to put together this promo. Um, we we got to start. Yeah, shout out, Believe. We got we to gotta go ahead and talk about Gigantus. Gigantus, why not? Because Gigantus. Uh, right now, right now, well, first of all, they ended the season nine games. They only lost one of those nine games. And and or six or nine, nine. And they were must-win games. I mean, absolute must-win games. And they mm. did it, and they they and they did it in the face of adversity. They mm. did it with the Dodgers, the I mean, the giant payroll, you know, back up the Brinks truck Dodgers, mm-hmm. and they hold them off to win the division, and not only win the division, but to do it with 107 wins, mm. 107 wins, mm. which is the uh, tied for the most in franchise history. And only like six or nine other teams in the entire major leagues have done it. And why that's so important, because I want to point something out. The Dodgers won a so-called World Series last year. Oh. In a 60-game marathon. So not that I'm not saying it's not legitimate, but what I'm saying is what the Giants did this year is stinking impressive. And if you're a Giants fan, you should be super proud. I'm super proud they showed up that last game. Well, and, the Gi- and and it was beautiful. Okay, well, this is the other part of it. The other part of it is this: across the pond, if you will, um, in New York, the Yankees 
had the I believe the second yeah they they had the second highest uh payout in MLB and guess what they got they got they got out so what does that mean it means that hey having the largest payout doesn't necessarily give you you know the ability to get into a title run well look look at at the team look at the teams at the top but not the Giants Toronto Mm -hmm. Tampa Bay right I mean they're not they're not killing it payroll wise you know, they're putting together a solid, solid baseball team that can hit the ball and play defense, and then they're getting pitching. But you gotta you gotta tip your hat to two guys. One, Farhan Zaidi. He did a phenomenal job with putting this crew together. The second, and the thing that makes me before I even say the second, the thing that makes that I can't let go of is the fact that this is a guy we were to run out of town when he got here. Okay. Um Philly commentator that was on 95-7 the game that was glad that he left Philly, okay, and came to San Francisco. Matter of fact, we had, what was it, Jim Cozumore on here, and Jim Cozumore remembered the guy who he was. They were so glad to get rid of Gabe Kapler. They, they were glad. They were, this was a phenomenal move. They were so happy. We get the guy. He does a press conference. And we're not even sure how to go to think about this guy because the press comments didn't necessarily go well. But here we are. The season's over. And Gabe Kapler is, in my opinion, the number one candidate for manager of the year. Okay? Well, if he doesn't win it, it's a travesty, number one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. Gabe Kapler has done such a phenomenal job with a bunch of guys. They're not stars. They're not MLB heroes. Some of them have rich careers to a certain extent, but most of them are just a group of guys that came together to play this game and play it well. And they did that. And now they are champions of the NL West. And, and not, yes, Kapler, I give Kapler credit. I give Farhan credit and, and they deserve it. They do 107 wins and gave uh, Kapler's made all the right moves, but who I also, I think deserves a lot of, praise and recognition is the veterans on this team yeah. and the veterans that not only on this team, but the veterans that have been on this team and won championships for this organization that bought in to what Farhan and Gabe were trying to build and put together here in San Francisco late mm. in their careers. And they bought in Brandon Bell, Brandon Crawford, Crawford, uh, Buster Posey. Mm. I mean, the buy-in from those guys has been unbelievable and you've seen the the seasons they had this year have been you know top yeah, yeah top you got best, yeah, some you of got. the best seasons some of them have had in a long time or in their whole career in some cases yeah logan webb has been amazing logan webb lights hey, out it's it just been you know, amazing even, I, even i can't believe how well this guy has pitched you you go with you know they they signed chris bryant amazing signing that was an amazing signing for a lot of reasons. You look at some of the other guys, you know, Brandon Belt, phenomenal year for him. Okay. I mean, I, he got injured late, but still phenomenal year. Um, and then you have the extras. Okay. Late lot, late night, Lamont Wade. Oh my goodness. This guy showed up almost every night. Okay. And delivered. And so you look at it and you think, and, and I'll tell you something. The question is in the Dodgers right now. The Dodgers are looking at Giants going, what has happened in San Francisco? 
What happened? We 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 won the World Series. We were the cream in the NOS, and now we're looking up to these guys. Yeah, and and they're not only looking up to them. They're I I feel they're looking up to them, going like I I don't I don't know if we can beat that team. Hey uh, hey, they took two out of three the last time they met. Okay, and, and at a at a very very crucial point of the season. In fact, I think I said after they won that series, it was done. It was in the books. In fact, I even said you I did go, say that. Go you did say that to BetOnline.ag. You did. You did. Giants it's a on the Giants win the NOS. You, I remember it. We we recorded the show, and you did say that. So, and this will thing, it helps you appreciate why you should watch our podcast. If you were to listen, and 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 put money on that, you 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 be you be. You're buying your wife a new pair of shoes right now. That's Who knows? it. Who knows? But you'd be entertained. You'd get you and you'd get like, listen, for whatever we are, we know a little a thing or two about sports. Hey, like yeah, we, we do. Ain't we no do. dummies. This I'll tell you something. I tell you something. No, it's not our first rodeo. And I tell you something else. Jim Cosimore, who was on our show, said that he he covers 95-7 the game. And he said, I was on their podcast. He said, those guys are astute. They know Bay Area sports. They cover it well. That's what he said. And it was great. Cozy. Hey, man. Cozy was great when he was on our, yes, on our show. And we're going to have him back on because he said he would do it. Patrick Willis said he wants to come back on. Pete Willie, what's up, baby? Yeah, he, Let's said, go, he, said, he said he wants to come back on. Okay, so we got to deal with the other elephant in the room or the other rat on the table. And that is the game on Sunday. And that's the Niners and the Seahawks. It's a game that I look at it and I think, okay, it was a winnable game. They should have won the game. But the problem was they just didn't have what they needed to stop the 40, excuse me, the Seahawks from scoring. That was their problem. I mean, they could score, but they couldn't stop the Seahawks from scoring. Um, the final was, you know, it was closer. 20, it was closer. It was. It was. It was closer. Was, yeah. Right? It was. It was twenty-eight, twenty-six. But Plus, defensively, I mean, defensively, if you look at the stats, you wouldn't be like, dude, they they got boat raced because they didn't. What Russell Wilson only threw for one hundred forty-nine hey, yards. I tell you something, and and I tell you something on the ground, the Seahawks did not deliver. Ten carries for forty-four yards for Collins, and and they held Metcalf to four receptions, sixty-five yards, and I mean, yeah, he may it was have had a winnable. Tuggy, but it, it was a winnable game. And I'll tell you something else. I have a feeling if the Niners, if D'Amico Ryans, the defensive coordinator for San Francisco, can basically take a square peg and put it in a round hole, okay, they're going to figure these guys. I'll tell you something. These two teams are going to meet again. This isn't over. I mean, they're going to meet again. They're going to meet in Seattle. Yeah. You'll have the 12th yeah, that's that's right. no, man this year. That's right. The 12th, yeah, that's right. That's right. And I'll tell you something. And and Russell Wilson, they were all dancing and everything because they wanted. That's all great, but guess what? You you got to see us again. So I'm not so sure that if if the Niners can figure out how to bring back healthy guys and have, like I said, the square peg in the round hole, then now all of a sudden, guess what? Uh, this may be an issue closing out the season. Well, I don't want to sound like a homer, and I do want to be realistic, like those are games you have to have. If you're going to be a top tier team, if you're going to be a, a Super Bowl contending team, and if you're going to present yourselves as a Super Bowl contending team, the, the, you, you have to have the wins against Green Bay. You got to get that win against Seattle. Um, 
defensively, I just I'm not I'm just not seeing a defense that is destroying and devastating and disruptive like the the 2019 team. And I think where this team goes, it's going to be because of their defense. Um, that's just I, I, I even with Trey Lance, I think their defense has got to play a bigger role. Um, I said it last week. I think, you know, we, I put two high expectations maybe in Bosa. I'm not saying that he's not playing well, uh, but, you know, I just I would like to see some more defensively out of the team before I can really go on and say like that that they're going to beat Seattle in, in Seattle. Okay. To your if, point, but they are getting healthier. So you didn't, you are getting healthier. Guys are coming back. Uh, Sermon's going to be back from the concussion. So, so there are things starting to look up. Jimmy's dinged up now. So now the court, there's like this quarterback, uh, you know, unknown uh, Trey's got all the first rep uh, runs and practice this week so far. So from what I heard, so, who knows? I mean, that's another complexity to this situation that that just is a, a bit of uncertainty. Okay, but to your point, you know, you're absolutely correct. You're right. Defense needs to get more stealthier because in order for them to be able to make a run, they got to have a stronger defense. And that's what I was saying from the beginning. I was saying that one of their biggest issues right now is that they can score, but they can't stop other teams from scoring. Now, I will say this much. The reason why I still think that there's a chance that that can happen is because it's early. Okay, it's still early. You're you're not you're not past ten games yet. Okay. Um, well, I think also, ten games may be a little late, but yeah, you're right. Well, absolutely well, right. It's early. Yeah, but, but, it, it, yeah, but if it's, they're it's five early. and five, if they're five and five at ten games, then there it's time to be concerned, right? Because you got well, six games this is, left. Well, this is the other thing. They had a chance, and they and they didn't they didn't jump on the door that when it was open. Um, Stephon Gilmore got released by uh, the Patriots, four-time you know Pro Bowler, you know a stealthy guy. He's dealing with a cap, uh, injury. I, I was, was going to say cap, but no, but he is dealing with an injury, hamstring or a hamstring. Quad, yeah, quad, yeah, a quad. I think. Yeah, and the sad part is he's no longer available because the Panthers they scooped him up quick, um, and so he is now in North Carolina. Um, they the Niners have problems at cornerback. That was something they should have jumped on right away. I, I did hear that they did inquire about him. I think that was a situation where, you know. He wanted to go back home uh, is what I hear from, yeah. you know, he wanted to go back home, which is Carolina was closer to home for him. So uh, that made a little more, more sense for him. So, yeah. uh, you know, there's yeah. that. Hey, Dubs, Dubs are going tonight. Yeah, they're, playing, they're playing against Denver and it's not looking good right now. Um, 63, 62 Warriors. Okay, that's the update because I saw one earlier and it wasn't looking good. I didn't get a chance to check it since then. I want to go with some numbers here. And the reason why I want to go with the numbers of the Niner game is because you look at the two the two starting quarterbacks, you look at Russell Wilson, 16 of 23, 149 yards, two TDs. He even rushed for a touchdown. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, 14 of 20, he actually had more yards, 165 yards and one TD. The problem with, with, with Jimmy G, and I don't know what – the coaching staff can do the quarterback sports coaching staff can do for him, but this guy continues to throw INTs at every single game. Uh, I the just, one, I just the one INT is not super concerning for me. What's concerning for me, the best ability is availability, and Jimmy hurt got hurt, and you know you got to yeah cast, yeah. Cast I just it's just that even when he but see this is the thing though if you're in the game, you want to be effective. 
That's important. That's extremely important. Okay, you're in the game, but if you're not effective, then it's just like you're not being there. So my whole deal is this. You were there. You were playing, and that's that we appreciate that. But if you throw INTs, you're not effective. And Jimmy has, has constantly had this constant, you know, just resume of when he's in the game, he throws at least one INT every single game. And I'm saying, what does that show? It shows that, hey, you probably need to pull back the risk a little bit, okay? Because what's happening is I, I understand that, that you want to be a little risky. I get that, okay? Because you, you want to be deceptive on the defensive coverage. I get that. But, but this is the problem. The, you want him to pull back the risk. Everybody's yelling at him because all he does is throw eight-yard passes, and he misses the guy downfield. Field. So, so, and, but, so, so hey. and now and now we're going. Hey, we don't want you taking the risk downfield. Ah. Throw picks. Like you can't have. We we got He's you got to let him. I mean, Jimmy's a he, he's he's somewhat of a gunslinger to me because he throws balls that shouldn't be thrown at times. <laughs> yeah, he does. And he throws them in very very tight windows, and he throws them in very very tight coverage. Uh, and that's what he does. But uh, like to, to he's missing the downfield throws too. So then so, we what, get, so what's, what's going on what with you, the coaching staff? So are you staff? saying he's a terrible quarterback? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, let me tell you something. I love Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm, I'm always in his corner. I'm the one saying, and what was it last week on Twitter? I even tweeted out and I'm sticking with Jimmy. Okay. I am. I'm not going to change. And I think they should. I think but, they but should. But this is the honestly. problem. Fix the down th- the downfield throws. Fix it. Come on. You're not going to be able, okay? Well, so it's either going to be a miss. He's going to miss it. Right? No. Or he's no, not going to make no, no, the no. throw Fix there. it. Fix it. Or okay? he's going to throw a pick. No, no. Fix it. Fix it. More reps on the on, on the, the down yardage throws and more reps with the guys who can go get the ball. Do you hear that, Shannon? Okay. Debo ra- Samuel can go. Hey, the Razor's telling you the, okay. the secret to success, Shannon. Okay. Debo Samuel can go get it. Debo's the best wide receiver right. in the so, NFL right now. Right. I mean, since he had 156 yards. 156 yards and two eight TDs. Receptions and it was a – look, look, wait a minute. I'm, am I going to have to repeat this? It was a Debo day. It was another Debo day. All, all year it's been Debo. He's it's been, been Debo day. Right That's spot. it. And, and, and so my whole point is if he can go get it, then throw the long ball to him, sir. Get that done. Come on. You look. They are covering you underneath. We saw it in the last game against the Seahawks. They covered them. Every time we threw the ball within eight to 10 yards, they had guys, guys that were showing up, you know, in blue and green uniforms. It was ridiculous to watch. Every time we went back to pass, you knew, okay, you're going to throw another six-yard pass. He's like, okay. And then he goes back to third down, third down and four. And what does he do? Three-yard pass. So like, dude, come on, throw the ball. What do you – this guy, I'm just – Now Garoppolo. you want him to throw it. First yes. you didn't want him to throw it. No, 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 no. Now you want him to throw it. No, no, wait a minute. No, no, no. That's not what I said. What I said was I don't want him to put in the, 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 the team in a risky situation. Not only is he throwing the ball in a risky situation, but he's causing receivers to get clunked. The, okay? the defense is not good enough to turn the ball over. Okay, so, so win the spread game. the field, okay? Spread the field, make the defense honest, okay? Throw the ball 20 yards, 30-yard throws. 
Okay, make the defense make the defense say, guess what? You come up close on me, I'm gonna light you up. Then you know what it's gonna do? It's gonna make the corners go, oh damn, we can't know. We got to go back because he, he's gonna deliver a 25 yard pass. Okay, it doesn't have to be 50, 60 yards, but I'm saying throw the ball long enough to where now all of a sudden you challenge the defense more. And the defense, he they're not gonna be so quick to come up close. And I'll tell you something. For Jimmy Garoppolo, who's been getting injured, I think that's something he would welcome, okay? Because he doesn't want people breathing down his neck, okay? Yeah, but to throw that 20-yard pass, it's going to require him to hold the ball a little bit longer, and that well, means there's going to be a lot more a second or two, A second or two, not that well, much he hasn't longer. had two seconds to throw the ball in, but this is in back to, But this is back to what I said before. I said if you don't have the, the front four to keep the quarterback protected, pull Jimmy out and go in with Trey Lance. And I'll tell you something else. Brian Baldinger, I heard him today. He was talking on 95-7 the game. He was talking about how having both quarterbacks does give you a little more validity because what happens is there's certain things that Trey Lance could do that, that helps, okay, the offense. But then there's experience that Jimmy Garoppolo brings, okay, and, and the defense doesn't really know how to respond to that because they got two quarterbacks, okay? Now, if I'm Shanahan right now, because I'm two and two, and I'm pretty much close to the bottom at the NFC West. Yeah, but you just said that they're still in it, and they could they have a chance at the end of the year. All the so now reason, you want to scrap everything. No, you're not scrapping stuff. anything. You're not okay. scrapping anything. You're still doing the same game plan. The only difference is you're spicing it up with giving the defense two different looks. Okay, because this is the thing. The defense has to respond to what you put out there. Now, if you put two different looks, it's like all the defense going, okay, wait a minute. Okay, wait, we know who Jimmy can do. And, oh, man, here comes Trey Lance. Well, okay, if now that's we... the case, then just play Trey Lance. If no, he... no, 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 because Jimmy brings another side of it. Jimmy brings the ability to make the defense, to make the defense go, well, okay, we think he might. And this is where coaching – becomes effective well what it sounds like you want is you want trey lance's playmaking ability but jimmy garoppolo's game management there you go you're my guy that's why i got you on here okay you just, you just put that out there okay okay so so we got to move because we're losing time oh we're going all night we got all things to talk about let's go baby actually we do <laughs> so i gotta go to the oakland a's and the reason why is because I heard today that they have, or at least Libby Schaff has moved forward on a viable plan to make the stadium by the water happen. And it's, it's, it looks, they've checked the checks and balances on this and this is progress. In other words, real progress. In other words, where, hey, everything's been counted. The money's there. And, and guess what? And ready for this? The city of Oakland is ponying up some money. And I was like, wow. I was like, really? Wow. Y'all going like that? Like, that, that, that's big. That's big. That's big. Because this is the thing. The problem with the A's and the ownership of Fisher it was the money. The money was an issue. So, so 
the fact you got okay my computer didn't freeze okay. i'm not <laughs> frozen over here i'm just it, it's uh it's it's uh, michaela maroney just not impressed face mm. until they break ground oh don't don't talk to me like until they break ground, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear the promises, the promises. Okay, oh, this, but, we got but, this lined up, and but, oh, that it's in the bag, it's in the bag. Okay, Nothing's but, in the bag because this okay. owner, the owner's out of his mind. Okay, but, out of his mind, and the city's the city. So okay, but but the biggest issue that they had was this the, time. No, was the money. It was the money. The money was the main issue. Dave yeah, Cavill he, brought that up. He said, look. The owner wanted the city to pay for everything. He wanted the city to pay. Hey. The and fact not, that, not everything regarding the stadium, but he, want, they, he wanted as far as the infrastructure, as far as right, as far as the traffic, as far as everything else. And Shaft says, we have the money. So I'm just like. I'll wait. Okay, let's, let's, let's. In other, words, in other words, Mr. Fisher. Guess what? Falls in your court. No, not only that, but guess what? Your move. <laughs> guess what? They, they, hey, they. Well, and that, yeah. And here's the thing. Hey, whoa, maybe he'll drag it. I don't know. I'm just. I'm, but why? Why drag it? You. Let me why is it dra this dragged is, out this long? Okay, but just the thing. This has been just. Bro, you better. I swear, when that stadium opens, you better get season tickets. Me? Yes. Because so, uh, you're so like excited in anticipation, like well, because, get on because, Christmas Day because, for the Oakland A's to get okay. a new stadium in Oakland. Because because years of discussion. Okay, but because of this is the thing. I'm a Bay Area guy. I am too. I and and, I'm, and I've never, either. I've never, I've never lived on the East Bay until now. I've been a West Bay guy. I grew up in Redwood City. But I've watched this conundrum from the Dubs going to San Francisco to the, the Raiders going to Vegas. Raiders just going to Santa Clara. Yeah, I just feel bad for Oakland Natives. This is just, come on, are you serious? It's like, how is it that a city allows two teams, not one, two of them, to just pack up and go and doesn't even try to intercede. It's like, you have to give me a reason why the city of Oakland is allowing these teams. Because this is the thing. If they try to say, oh, well, you know what? If they go, we're not going to lose any revenue. You're lying. You're lying. You're losing revenue. The Golden State Warriors got three championships. You let them walk out of Oakland and go to San Francisco. Okay? The Raiders, who have... Oh my God! Just well, wait a minute. We, we a know national a, brand. Wait a minute. We know no, they have no, no. a fan base in LA. Because no, 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 they took no, 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 over no. SoFi. They no, took no. over SoFi. I'm gonna tell you something. The Raiders have a worldwide brand. That's what I'm saying. Did you see Monday oh, night? They took over SoFi. Oh my God! And they ain't the first time that they took over. You know the. I say San Diego, not LA. LA they played. Yeah, they LA. played in San Diego. It looked like the black hole in San Diego when they were playing there. Yeah. Okay. So, so they have a worldwide brand in the Raiders. How right. you let a worldwide brand leave your city? It's like, guess what? You're going to tell me you didn't lost no money? You're lying to me. 
You're lying to me. Guess what? If what you tell me is true, then pay me right now. Well, all I can say is I wish the city of Oakland and the Oakland athletic ownership nothing but the best in finalizing this deal and breaking ground. The second you break ground, I will be jumping up and down for joy for the city of Oakland mm-hmm. and more importantly for the Oakland A's fans. Yeah, because they so, deserve it. They deserve it. Absolutely deserve it. You know, the it's, players, it's, it's, the it's fans. Really sad. It's really sad. I heard today on the radio that because of this whole thing with the supposed Emerald City that are trying to build, that they're not even ready to increase the revenue stream to the players until that gets done. That's how bad it is. Are you surprised? No, I'm not. Because we know the Fisher family, these, these guys are cheapskates, man. Right. Come on, let's keep it real. They're flat out cheapskates. And we're, really, not bra- we're not breaking any news there. No, no, everybody knows that. It's like, how is it that you own the Gap and you own Banana Republic and all the other Gap affiliates with that? Because there's so many. We, we've talked about this before. How is it that you own that much money and the, all the other businesses that they own? Because they own many other businesses we don't talk about. I mean, let's keep it all. They're close to being trillionaires, really. They don't discuss it, but they are. And I know because I watch the stock market. Okay, I do. And I watch it pretty regularly. And I'm telling you something, the Fisher's got, there's no question. They're, they're, they're seven-generation kids. will never have to know what it is to be poor. And the only way they'll know that is if they stop making money. Well, here's the thing. We're in postseason baseball. And the A's possibly breaking ground on a stadium can't even is not even going to break news. As an organization, you're not even in the playoffs. Wow. The playoffs are going. The Dodgers and St. Louis are playing to get in. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a beautiful time of the year for your organization to be involved in mm-hmm. the offs. Mm-hmm. And not only are you not involved in the offs, you can't even get it together to get a stadium. Wow. And and honestly, at this time of year, the Oakland A's don't deserve, unless they're in contention for the playoffs, to even be t- in, for me to even waste my time talking about them, to be honest. It's kind of sad because I'm just I'm a giant. It is fan. sad. It is, I'm, I'm a giant fan. I'm a giant fan. And, and I, I think I think when I look at the fans of Oakland, they deserve so much more. They do. And they don't deserve about it. Yeah, they, they don't they don't deserve this. Anyway, we're over time. We got to go. Once again, I'm Richard the Razor Ewing. He's Matt Nunn, the Wiser Wise. This has been fun. We do this every week. This is the Game Face Podcast. And you can find us on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube. We're also on the Bleed Talent Network. And this is Game Face, Bay Area Sports Magnified. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.